Hello, everyone. It's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. We're season two, episode 21. And today I have our good friend Omar here, and we're going to be talking about uh, the Tiger Club, which is a youth uh, mentoring and tutoring program that Omar runs out of the Fledge every Sunday. And we'll get into the details and post some links and stuff like that. But how are you doing today, I'm Omar? Good. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Jerry, for. Uh have me on of course on board. of course um so what you been up to today Anything? today i've been hanging out with my buddy marshall yeah me and marshall are best friends and marshall is probably one of the foremost creatives here in lansing so yeah. i love his energy we're both aquarians it's aquarius season age of aquarius can't get rid of us <laughs> all right so uh let's jump into tiger club let's uh you want you really want to explain the name so let's just jump into why is it called tiger club so Tiger is a moniker that I was given. Most people would think that I just started calling myself Tiger. My dad called me, calls me Tiger. And it's, it's a pet name. It's a playful name. But it has more to do with just like calling your son, you know, uh, uh, a little nickname. My family is from Bangladesh. Uh, or as some people would know it, uh, East Bengal. Bangladesh is home to probably the most, one of the most famous animals in the world, the Royal Bengal tiger. So me being called tiger or going by tiger, American tiger on Instagram, tiger club, tiger. I've, I've walked down the street in this city and other cities across the country and people will drive past me, yell tiger out the window and keep going. I don't know who it was, but for some reason, me and my name stuck with them. So that's fun. So right. tiger club just, Tony the Tiger. It's very kid friendly. Kids love tigers. Tiger Club. We're 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 a, a club of tigers, and we're here to get stronger and learn and grow. So Tiger Club. Yeah. So tell us about it. What? Tell us when it is. What time it starts, and all of that, and what happens during Tiger Club. Sure. So Tiger Club is every Sunday from two to four p.m. here at the Fletch, thirteen hundred Eureka Street, Lansing, four eight nine one two. And I usually twelve. That's why it stopped because I forgot. Uh, Every Sunday, and we're back open for this semester. I know some people have, uh, uh, what's it, quad semesters? Yeah. Uh, but we are, we're, we are Quarters. open. Quarter semesters. But we are open this semester after winter break. Um, this is, I would say, maybe our third rendition. Tire Club probably started about a year, two years ago. And it was a slow going, but as Jerry will tell all of you guys, whenever you start something, you have to trek. You have to trek hard. Uh, that's why the Fledge is so beautiful as an incubator accelerator, because it's such a hard trek to go from zero clients, customers, students to one and from one to five, five to 10, 10 to 20. Like that's a climb. So one beautiful thing that the Fledge has done for us is I've wanted to give up on Tire Club a lot. There's been weeks where we didn't have a kid, a kid. There's been times where we didn't have any mentors, but we just never gave up. So Tire Club is here at the Fledge. Tire Club has grown out of a necessity for mentorship for our youth although there's academic focus within tire club it's really about engaging with the students of land of i don't really want to say the word student the youth really you don't yeah. need to be a student to be a youth uh but the youth of lansing uh minority communities black brown immigrant 
we welcome all people, all genders, but certainly we do have a focus of the kids in our specific area in our school district, which happen to be mostly children of color. Getting them in this building and having them interact with Jerry, myself, our other fledglings, one, giving a heck about them, their opinions, their words, their thoughts, their sentiments. A lot of these kids don't feel heard at home or in school. Give them a platform, even if it's just to tell me how bad their day was or how awesome it was to text that girl for the first time. That's probably the most important thing. But then once we build that rapport, then we can start filling focusing on life skills, soft skills, hard skills, academic skills, people skills. And then that can grow into, as we started with Tiger Club, academia specifically, because I'm sure I don't need to tell Jerry and I don't probably need to tell you guys, but the ability to get your GED, your college, your, your high school diploma or equivalent, um, an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, every step you take, the improvements to your life are tenfold. Now, that's not everyone's track. I mean, and I certainly wouldn't say that everyone needs to go to college. In fact, I would encourage many people to go to trade school, honestly, at this point. But the point is, is give these kids options, show them a better way and show them possibilities for their futures. Because a lot of kids that want to be football stars, basketball stars, rappers, hip hop, that's all well and good. And I'll encourage that till the day I die. But we need to diversify our skill sets. We need to make sure we we provide something to the community that's provided so much to us. How I, I really like what you said there about, you know, encouraging skilled trades in that space when you were talking about that. And I think that, you know, the school district is under a lot of stress, mm -hmm. right? The pandemics, budget cuts, this this silly, outdated way that we fund our schools through property tax. So Ridiculous. rich people get richer schools and poor people get poorer schools. We've got to fix these types of things. Yes. But you know, to kind of react to that, the school district has to really focus in on the reading, writing and arithmetic mm -hmm. and the things that they get judged upon by the feds and all of that. And that starts to squeeze out the other programs, art, and music and tech and entrepreneurialism. How and, and, and then that takes opportunity away from people because they've never seen a 3D printer, yes. they've never seen a robot or yes. a drone or whatever. How do you, you know, is this, are you trying to get these kids in here so they get good grades in math? Or are you trying to get these kids in here so that they know that they have connection, that they know they have community that loves them and that they know that the world is bigger and wider than maybe what they see on their path to school and that's back? An that's an amazing question. And I must say wholeheartedly with 100% assurity, the second, the second one. I believe it was Einstein that said something to the degree that creativity or imagination is more important than intellect. So it's interesting because Tiger Club's always kind of changing, revolving as, as I am, because I am the leader and founder of Tiger Club. I am the tiger. So it started with academia. We wanted to increase diplomas and GED numbers, lower recidivism get more uh, young people working, building a life for themselves. But along that, my personal journey as an educator, it doesn't really, how do I put this? Learning two plus two equals four, awesome. Great, small base level skills, right? And you can compound that build and you can create high value skills. You, I, you teach high value skills here, right? Things that can make people tens, hundreds, millions of dollars. You teach high value skills here. But as you alluded to, with the school districts pushing math, pushing uh, English, pushing history and putting music and tech and creativity to the side. 
they're giving students really shallow tools to survive, but they're not, but they've removed the reasons to live. And I, I want to make sure that we're very, we are not bashing the Lansing School District. We look at it, at least I'm not. Um, I look at it as um, they're doing the best with the limited resources sure, sure, that sure, they sure, have. Sure, 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 sure. And that it's up to people like uh -huh. you to start something that supplements. Auxiliary, for sure. Right? And so this is just an add-on to the overall educational effort yes. that we as a community are responsible yes. for. Yes, I'm glad you brought it back because so many of us like to say, you talk about uh, policing quite a bit and that policing does not start with the police. It starts with community and community engagement. Uh, and so you make a fantastic point. Uh, so many people think, well, I'm just going to send my kids to school. The kids down the street, they're just going to go to high school or middle school. I don't have to worry about how they grow up. I don't need to worry about uh, their grades. I don't need to be concerned about if they're going to go commit crimes because the government's going to take care of that for me. You're 100% right. That is our responsibility as a community to be concerned with where our food comes from, how it's produced, how our children are educated and how they're treated, how our elderly and homeless populations are treated. It's all of our con concern. So I, I, I like that you, you, you're bringing it back to that. I also want to make sure that people know when you say our children, you're not talking about your son or your daughter. No, you're talking yep. about our children exactly. who are out there mm -hmm. getting shot at, getting uh, abused, living in poverty, all of these things that we as a community have to come together and help fix. You're 100%. They're our kids. It's so, it's so interesting because Think of a, a, a war, Iraq war, for example, in those are 9-11. In those instances, we have hyper-nationalism, right? We love our country. We love ourselves. We love our football team. We love our, our political party. We have to love our community first and foremost. That's where the pride should be. That's where the self-identity should be. So you're right. It's They're our kids. They're our kids. You don't tell you, you don't tell your son or daughter, your niece or nephew or your, your young one in your life, finish the food on your plate because some kids in Africa don't have it. You don't say that because the kids in Africa are your kids. The kids here in front of you, around you, in your schools, on the school bus that you stop for on the street, these are our kids. So it's probably the greatest investment to spend that time on them and the energy. Uh, I'm trying to think of your last question. Well, let's... Uh... Let's navigate through Let's. a uh, typical Tiger Club. Sure. Tiger Club, two to four. Um, we've played around with times, but right now we've settled on two to four. Uh, Sundays, it's a great day. It's a relaxation day, far enough after church. So if you're a church-going family or a student, you can definitely come after church. Um, it's the day before the school week starts. So it's a fan, as Jerry's pointed out before, it's a fantastic time to get your homework done, to get your studying in. You have the free time. You're not, you don't have like the pressure of a school day or school week or, you know, trying to do work on a Friday or Saturday, which is damn near impossible for uh, a lot of, a lot of kids. And uh, an average tire club will look like myself, a couple other mentors coming in and kids uh, coming in, sitting down, and taking out the work they need, um, a large portion of it, if I'm if I'm being completely honest, is really a small amount of handholding through whatever subject or whatever assignment it is. Yeah. And it's really just a kid seeing that an adult gives a heck, reading the sentence with them a couple times, and then saying, "Okay, I need you to read this page, and then we can go over these questions." 
Some kids want you to do their homework. Some kids are totally fine doing their homework by themselves, but there's always this kind of middle ground. And so I personally will bounce from student to student or with whether we're working on French, which I don't know, but you know, if yeah. I can read, if I can read it, then I can help explain it. Uh, math, literature, all subjects and seeing where we're at. Uh, oftentimes I have students writing essays. So it's really just like, do you know the material? What's your opinion on it? Do you have an outline? Do you know what an outline is? I've had math is probably the biggest stressor for kids. Yeah. Math literacy for uh, high school children in, in Michigan, especially in schools of color, is deplorable. We're talking somewhere between five to 15 percent literacy on an average. So it's like it, we're failing our children very poorly in math. We need to do better. And so I'll have juniors and seniors come in, need help with, you know, something algebra two level and their arithmetic is off. So we have to jump back a couple grades and start at a base level. Now, here's the big thing, too. Kids won't approach things if they feel dumb. They'll 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 push it so far away from them if they think if it makes them feel stupid. So instead of being like, you should know what two plus two is. Why don't you know that? Oh, I've seen. Oh, man, I've seen grandparents, parents. I've seen so many parents hark on their kids about things they should know or why they don't have these skill sets, why they don't have these pathologies. And of course, in their mind, it comes from a place of love. And, and perhaps it does. But in reality, if you really want to see progress, you need to lead with love, with patience and respect. So I don't see a kid who can't do, you know, some division. I don't look at them and say, man, you suck. The school's failed. I don't say that. I say, okay, let's take it back a couple steps. Can we do this part? Oh, see, see, you, you understand this part. Let's do this part. Oh, is this a little difficult? Here, let's jump through a couple things. This part, cool. Oh, so now let's string it all together. Wow, you just did that entire equation by yourself. 10 minutes ago, you had no clue. So... It's a lot of, like I said, handholding, but that's not a bad thing. It's it's a good, it's it's guiding, it's it's uh, it's showing the path, so to speak. So we live we live in a city that has twenty some percent poverty rate. Sure. Um, the number of people is around fifty percent that live below the Alice threshold, and I'll just define that real quick: asset limited, income constrained, but employed. That's what Alice stands for. Mm. But what it really means, the what we all call it, is you're living check to check. Yes. We're living check to check. Mm -hmm. And one flat tire, brakes going Oof. out, water heater breaking Bro. can make you miss rent, can make you miss meals, can make you miss a utility bill. And it can all start to just pile up, right? So because we have that constraint in our community with resources, we also have a lot of people who are in survival mode almost all of the time. And if they have kids, those kids are then put in survival mode as well. What? There's going to be parents that are thinking, shit, man, I should drop my kids off there. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, you're going to be a glorified babysitter. What do you, do you mind? I mean, do you, what are your thoughts there? And what I'm saying is that deservingly so, you know, if you if you can drop your kid off here and they can get some work done for school and get somebody else helping them and giving you two hours of a break mm -hmm. to maybe go do some shopping sure. or groceries or clean the mm -hmm. house or whatever. Yes. We want to support that. Yes. Right? I I uh, 
I studied philosophy at Michigan State. And I really all, I like to think about uh, consequences, good or bad. And I came to a realization that so long as the outcome is good, a net benefit to ourselves and our community, it doesn't matter the reason why or how. So you can do the wrong, you can do the right thing for the wrong reason so long as the right thing gets done. So no, we don't see ourselves as glorified babysitters, but I'll tell you what, Jerry, every single kid that gets to be put in front of me leaves an interaction with me feeling better about themselves, feeling hopeful, feeling as though they can accomplish things in their lives. So you know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to interact with as many kids and people right. as possible. Right. So if that means you bring your kid so you can get some reprieve, I want to hang out with your kid. I want to learn their their likes, their dislikes, their dreams, their goals, and I want to sh and I will show them a path to their own personal success. Now, that's that's not necessarily financial or monetary. That's not necessarily academic or professional. That's not necessarily uh, any number of indicators that we have in our Western culture of this is success, 401k, right. PhD, blah, 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 blah. Ultimately for me, it's about self-love and acceptance and personal productivity. Those two things, you do those two things. A farmer who grows yams, if he loves his life and he gets up every morning and he produces, he's more successful than the millionaire who's divorced, whose kids don't talk to him, who lives in a house by himself. Right. But by our cultural standards, who's on the cover of Forbes? Yeah. The lonely, expletive See, millionaire. And that's, that's why I love the philosophy that you have of the Tiger Club is because it's really we, a pursuit of happiness isn't about being a billionaire or a millionaire even it's about living a life that we should be living mm -hmm. right we should be hanging out on lakes and eating fruit I think is what I, um so yeah it's uh I, I love that and and you let them play too right yeah 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 um, so uh yeah. a lot of our students not all of them but a lot of them have creative outlets so if you did your homework and you're still chilling out tire club, we're going to draw some stuff together. Um, some of our students are musical, musically talented. Uh, we have students who like to sit on the piano over here, who play the drums, who, who produce. One of our mentors, Stefan Lefay, is a fantastic producer known as Professor Seven. He mentors our students in music production. So tire club, again, isn't just academic. We, we use that because it is a skill set, a tool, an accomplishment that will help you lead more into like, accomplish potentially accomplish more things in life but that's just one aspect and so yes we do do we do play we do speak we have deep conversations because topics that you usually wouldn't broach with say your teenager but things that they're interacting with contemplating and speaking about in their life regularly they can bring those topics to tiger club and they'll be spoken to as adults with respect and education and so it's it's learning it's play it's experience it's experimentation it's it is literally i think how did you say how did you say it a little earlier it's showing them the world because mm -hmm. the number i'll tell you what the number of kids in lansing in the lansing school public district who've never been outside the city is staggering even to east lansing or okamas they've only seen this city now i'm not saying that's good or bad but certainly we want all people, especially children, have more experiences. 
So if we sit down in front of one of our touchscreens over here and we pull up um, some YouTube videos about how people are using 3D printers to build spaceship parts, and they look at that 3D printer printing, you know, a, a, a tool or a statue or a model, boom, spark, big right. major spark. I'm 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 close to associated can use the technology that people are using to go to the moon to build the next generation of cars to to do, create medical devices to create the new musical instrument. Yeah. So uh, let let's uh, address the crowd a little bit. Uh, first of all, hi to Najima, and she's saying so proud of all the work you do, Omar. Um, and then Zero, you know, gives a shout out to the Lansing School District, which I will as well. Um, I had a great education with the Lansing School District in the eight, 70s and 80s. Um, but here's the one I really want to get up on the screen. Uh, would you have any interest in having a middle-aged white guy with a few tech skills uh, joining in some Sunday? Uh, maybe do a computer tear down with the kids, maybe something else. Jeremy, that sounds fantastic. Nice to hear from you, buddy. We missed you. We miss you. I think last time I saw Jeremy was at our uh, our Fledge uh, community gathering. The um, celebration the of abundance. Celebration of abundance. I think, Jeremy, you have you have some uh, students in your life as well. So we 100% would love to you to come down. Uh, Jerry, I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% um, plugged in with uh, our Tuesday, Tech Tuesdays. Yeah. But I think, Jeremy, Tire Club, uh, Fledge Tech Tuesday, and, and, and yourself, sir, we could all work together to make a, a really cool tech uh, display, demo, breakdown, plugging in with Tech Tuesdays as well as Tiger Club. That sounds fantastic, sir. Yeah. Um, and what about just, uh, well, let's also throw in the STEM Youth Entrepreneurial Program yes. that's starting uh, up in a few weeks where it's a 10-week program for uh, the youth of Greater Lansing, mm -hmm. so 7th through 12th graders that might want to try to start a business yes. or has an idea, we would really love to teach entrepreneurial skills because entrepreneurial skills are problem solving skills. They're critical thinking, they're systems thinking, there's financial literacy. Uh, there's a lot of important skills, whether the business, you know, turns out to be something or not. The way I see, the way you've taught me about entrepreneurism, it's self governance. Self-leadership, right? Yeah. Because within most human societies, we exist within a hierarchy, right? Like you go to work in a cubicle and you have a manager and that manager has a supervisor and the supervisor uh, is <clears throat> responsible to the board and the board has a CEO and a president, and vice president. Entrepreneurialism flattens that hierarchy and makes you the worker, the employee and the president. Mm -hmm. That self-governance to say, I'm going to make the product, I'm going to market the product, I'm going to sell the product, and I'm going to take the profit to make more product. Or and improve that, your community. Whatever, or whatever, hire yeah, your exactly. Friends. Whatever this, whatever the goal, whatever the action, whatever the product, the object, the subject. Learning that process, as you said, financial literacy, self-discipline, the ability to speak. You're big on pitches. I've, I don't think I ever worked on an actual pitch in my entire life, even though I'm a talker, until I met Jerry. The Just the pitch process, just that having your idea down. When you do your PhD dissertation, you're pitching. 
when you when you're selling Windex to Walmart because you want them to put your new product, you're pitching. When you're telling your wife why you should be able to buy the new car, you're pitching. Like your pitch, everything you do is a pitch. When, at least when you're trying to convince someone else of, of your personal idea, wants and needs. Um, that's entrepreneurialism. It is self-government, self-leadership, and that leads to success. In no time, in no way, shape, or form, does it not? So, so how we got there sure. is that you. Well, I wanted to mention that program that the, and I guess I should give a shout out to AF Group, who's just come in with the thousand dollar prize uh, sponsorship, uh, uh, Emergent Bio Solutions with the the program sponsor in the first place. We are looking for more sponsors. We're looking for more kids. We're looking for. Uh, more mentors, whether it's Sunday, two to four, Tech Tuesday, four to five thirty. And by the way, a lot of the mentors that have been coming in are actually because they're really interested in learning about 3D printing or something like that. So that's cool that when you're at the fledge, you're a student and you're a teacher or you're a teacher yeah, and you're a 100%. student because um, these kids teach us stuff all the time. Right. The amount of information I get out of kids is unreal they're tapped into an energy and i don't and i don't think most people need that they already know this but i'll remind you guys kids are tapped into an energy that we've since lost you lose it somewhere around probably 13 14 well no that's not fair somewhere around your teens you just lose it the the world grinds it down the nine to five the school the blah 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 blah, blah. kids have a deep deep knowledge and understanding of our reality they they're they're watching they're watching everything should have started that show <laughs> um the uh dang it i was i had something that you said i don't know what else do we need to know about tiger club tiger club is just like the fledge and what i mean by that is we are not in the realm of competition we are here for kids it's not about tiger club success it's not about the fledge's success it's about children's success i i love the boys and girls club if a school has an after after school program i will do whatever i can to to help it to help it grow um, if other people want to get into mentorship, create their own organizations, uh, want to plug in um, their church, their NGO, whatever it is, we are here to support them. There is no, there, in no large part is this about personal gain. I mean, if you do something and it's productive, you feel good about it. There's some level of personal gain, some self-satisfaction, mm -hmm. some selfishness with whatever you do in life. But what the military taught me was so long as you have a mission, your goal is set. Everyone can look towards it. You and I might have a disagreement, but if our end goal is the success of the Fledge, the success of Tiger Club, the success of Fledgings, the success of any community mentor that walks through that door with an idea, a need, or a want, or a desire to create, that's the goal. So you and I could get in a fight, but if we, we keep that center line, we'll always come back to it. So... Well, you and I ain't getting in fights because we ain't punching down and we ain't punching sideways. Exactly. exactly. And we're only punching up. Exactly. So uh, listen to my show a couple of days ago. And yeah. So uh, let's talk about safety a little bit when it comes to COVID. Okay. Uh, we've got this huge space here. We've got multiple rooms. You know, kids working on music can be in one room, mm -hmm. you know, one or two kids. Yes. We're not lining everyone up at, at tables and chairs mm -hmm. and uh, keeping them all together. Yes. We are pro mask. We're pro vaccine. We work with the kid though, because we know it's tough and it's hard, but the kids are the ones that are good and disciplined about it. Not the, um, yes. 
not like the general population, yeah. I think. Uh, we certainly don't need to get into science too much, but this is a large open space with a lot of aeration, a lot of flowing air, and a lot of filtration, a lot of filtration. So insofar as the science is concerned, this is a, a very, very safe environment to be in insofar as uh, uh, a transmission. In fact, essentially negligible. Again, we won't get super deep into it, but as you've heard, we are very concerned about COVID and how to address so it. Address it. Your kids maturely. will be safe. They will be, of course. All right. So, and, and I just want to get it. I didn't yeah, want to leave. I didn't want to end the show with uh, just talking about COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, um, let's. Oh, the uh, this is all free. I hope we made that clear. Hundred dollars uh, a session. No, no, no. This is all free. Um, we welcome any mentors who want to come. We welcome parents to stay. Of course. If they want to stay, um, we're, we welcome you to come take a tour. If you're like, where am I sending my kid? I've if never heard of If you could mention very quickly, Tiger Club is also an opportunity for high school students and college students to have community service, mm -hmm. uh, resume building, college application building as well. Uh, I think... We, I don't know uh, the processes, but we can also pro probably do some level of internship as well. So we're always looking to grow Tiger Club. Tiger Club is awesome because we've recycled students. I have students who come in who help other students, right? And although it's a beautiful, wonderful thing to volunteer, it is beneficial as the, 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 the essentially the mentor opportunities, mm -hmm. the mentorship and teaching yeah. opportunities. Um, it looks good on a college app. They can call us, they can email us, we can be a reference um community service yeah. uh we can we can we can uh it can be considered a community service so so not just for you know coming hanging out studying getting mentorship but also if you want to add to your community if you want to build your resume or or a collegiate resume tire club's a great place to come mentor yeah and you made me think of one more thing yes check out the fledges uh event page the fledge.com slash events because uh we have a fafsa Nice. program uh the financial aid whatever the federal, I yeah, 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 yeah so, federal student yeah uh whatever it is yeah uh, event coming up and that's on our calendar and it's on a facebook page and it's uh capital area college network i think i'm screwing this michigan, up shannon will put all the michigan posts college up. access network yeah so mcan yeah mcan so Check that event out too. If you're getting ready for applying to college and getting your financial aid straight, you got to get on that. You got to stay ahead of it. And we'll have a lot of people here to help you. Could I so, say something to yes. close us out? Yes, please. You can do it. You can do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how long you've been thinking about it. It doesn't matter if you started yesterday, if you start today, or if you start a year from now, you can do it. The only time failure is guaranteed is when you stop. That's the only time failure is guaranteed. So do not stop. You can do it. Thank you so very much. Succeed or learn, everyone. Succeed or learn.